You're listening to the Fantasy on Tap podcast. Y'all ready for this? A podcast where three dudes talk about fantasy football and beer. Here is your host, Nate McAllister. Hello, fantasy football community, and thank you for joining us for another episode of the F to the O to the T. I'm your host, Nate McAllister. And the trio is still united. All three of us are here to provide you with that fantasy knowledge. We got weighing in at 108 pounds in the blue corner, Craig, the foot, Anderson. Craig, what's going on, buddy? Let's make sure we get our my weight correct next time. It's at least 140. And honestly, I was <laughs> very, very surprised. I thought for sure me and James the Boogeyman were going to have to do this one by ourselves today from um, this disappointing um, Nate weekend. And so, but we'll talk about that later. I'm just glad that you're still sitting up, that you're willing to do this after a disappointing weekend for my boy. I mean, you can, you can come at me, y'all. I mean, if you want to come at me, come oh, at me. Let's, James, I mean, we have, have to, leave to come back. at him, James. Because he, you know, he would. Oh, no, I would bring it. I would definitely bring it. Especially if I had a team that was actually qualified. So, so Craig, bring it. <laughs> Jimmy just can do, <laughs> and we got James. James, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I see. I, I've got two friends here that are haters that like to talk trash. That <laughs> like to put each other down. I am yes. the friend yes. that is uplifting. No, that no. always wants my friends to do good. No, regardless of how I'm doing, whether I'm doing good or bad or not, I'm That's not only sitting there talking smack on my teams. No, 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 no. I don't. Don't lie. So <laughs> you two can take each other apart all you want, and I will stand on the sideline and just listen. You realize that there's a whole fantasy TV show. The premise of the show is talking shit and bringing people down. Like that is what fantasy football is about. Hey, I'm, I don't watch that show. Well, you need to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, Jimmy just brought the uh, brought the uh, room down yeah. to a mild <laughs> mannered. Uh, nice little sensitivity training now. going on yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, gosh, <laughs> uh, we got to crack them beers. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, yeah, let's let's get into that. Let's get into the. Uh, you know how we start this show off? We have to talk about them drink. Thanks, Craig. What you bring to the party today? Again, once again, Craig Anderson does not bring a beer. Um, but I Oof. did bring. I'm sorry, Nate, but I did bring the most manly drink in America. What is the most manly drink in America? Let's not bullshit ourselves here. Whiskey. A little bit of Jack and Coke. I got it for a, a white elephant gift this weekend. Little Jack and Coke got a new little cup with it. Oh, I like it. I like nothing, that tall, skinny cup. Oh, that's actually a badass little cup. But I'm telling you right now, there's nothing that says I'm a man like Jack Daniels. James, yeah. What yeah, kind of manly drink you got? <sighs> I brought a classic. I brought a classic. This is a classic James drink. Um, I had to go to Trader Joe's today to pick up a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And walking by the beer aisle, I saw the coffee and cream liqueur. I am a huge fan of uh, White Russians or any type of coffee um, drink that has alcohol in it. So that's what I brought to the show today. So I'm going to be sipping on this little bad boy. Shout out. Shout out to Trader Joe's. Let's go. That'd be a good sponsor. Yeah. Either TJ, just get like Tijuana to get us, or Trader Joe's. Either one of them TJs get us going. I don't care. We got to we got to talk about Trader Craig in a little bit too. And not <laughs> I know, so much Trader Craig Trader, coming Trader up, Nathan man. Either come on, yeah, we're gonna talk about that. We got uh the one I got had to run out and grab something. I thought this was um, definitely um, part of the season. So it's called the Happy Holla Haze mm. from uh, Strike Brewing Company. Never had anything from these guys. They're from San Jose, California. Um, this is a hazy double IPA, 8.2, uh, ABV Ooh. and 30 IBU. Um, so that's going to be a little bit bitter. Uh, it says the holiday season is upon us. Celebrate, celebrate by sharing a pint of happy holla haze with your friends and family. This incredibly ar- uh, aromatic, uh, hazy double IPA is brewed with, I do not know Moteca, Moteca <laughs> <laughs> and Mosaic for extreme tropical fruit juiciness. Happy Holla Haze to you and yours. Uh, it has a cool little can. It's kind of very festive. I like it. Um, yeah. I like decent. It. Let's hear. I give, I'll give. i give a crack. 
do have a question for you. Which one of you two guys has the uh, ice cream truck rolling by? Was that Nate Dog? That's me, man. That's jealous. It's snowing. It's literally snowing here in Utah, and all I hear is ice cream truck. I was like, I like it. I was just about to say I'm surprised I haven't heard my daughter run by saying, Mom, can I get an ice cream? And as you were talking, she goes, Mom, can I get an ice cream? <laughs> I could hear her in the back. That's so. awesome. They like to run out, and they're like, oh, we don't have any cash. It's, it's pretty – You it's guys – you guys have snow trucks? We have ice cream trucks. Yeah, that's pretty much what's going on right now. This Happy Hall of Haze, though, dang. Good stuff. This is really good, bro. For a hazy double IPA, like, it, I guess the 30 uh, IBU is not a, a extremely high uh, bitter content or whatever they call it. Um, it's delicious. This is really good beer. Uh, super, you can definitely have those fruity notes on the back end of it. It's really good. Uh I would definitely buy this thing again if they only have it holiday style. You know what else is in style right now that is back? The McRib. Did you guys see the McRibs back? Are either of you guys a McRibbers? I would definitely eat a McRib, and I know it's back, but I just haven't been to McDonald's to grab it. Did you get one? No. No. I haven't. <laughs> I've seen it, and uh, I was rolling through. I was working late. I had to do this closing shift one a week now. It kind of sucks, but cruising through. It's late at night. I'm like, I'm going to grab something like McDonald's. It's on the way. It's easy. I roll through, I see McRib is back. I'm like, dang, I, you know what? I'm going to try this McRib. Then I go, hey, how much is that McRib? They're like four eighty five or something like that. No, thank you. No, no, I'm not <laughs> spending four eighty five on a pressed piece of meat that is in the shape of a rib. So, no, I stayed away from the McRib. But, um, James, you a rib- McRibber? Hell no. I don't eat any McDonald's unless it's breakfast time. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I'd rather make my own burger. Even if I'm uh, running like super late and I got to pick something up, then it, then it has to be in and out or something of a little bit better quality than McDonald's. Sorry, man. You were my favorite when I was a kid and I used to throw a fit when I went and get you, but it's not happening as an adult anymore. There you go. Not happening as an adult. He, he's, man, he has some class. He, he's, he, he only makes his own burger. He gets that filet mignon steak, grinds it through the meat grinder, wow. press that shit out, add a little bit of fat content on there. Slaps it on the grill. <laughs> Get, <laughs> Jay, you know how I do it, Nate. James Boogeyman <laughs> over here, bro. Damn. Oh, man. But, fellas, uh, we had a very good episode coming up. We have a lot to talk about. Um, but before we do, we have a little bit of a another shout-out to them. Our sister pod. Inbred the, uh, cousin sister pod. Let's go. There we go. Inbred sister cousin pod uh i I couldn't follow along uh the hop heroes the hop heroes they're gonna drop one so here we go jordan hey everyone i'm jr gonzalez and i'm a comic book artist and i'm zach barlow and i'm a published author and facial hair enthusiast and i'm jordan earth and i have a drinking problem wait why does the script say i have a drinking problem and together we make the hop heroes podcast a show where we drink delicious craft beers and discuss the happenings of the comic book universe you can find us on all podcast platforms every Wednesday and at Hop Heroes Pod on Instagram and Twitter for daily updates and news. Time out, you guys. I'm serious. Do you guys really think I have a problem? Follow us along our drunken journey into the depths of the comic book world. Okay, guys. Cheers. All right. Thank you, Hop Heroes, and everyone go check those guys out. They got some good content coming out, and they're pushing it out like crazy. But what else is crazy this week? Did any of you guys see that Instagram post from Josh Jacobs? Did either of you guys check that out? Yep. Give me your thoughts on that. I I have Josh Jacobs in three leagues still. And so I was switching him in and out, switching him in and out, and then he then it came back that he's back. I I, I don't know. How, what did you guys feel about that Josh Jacob post? I was glad that it eventually came out before the game happened that it was just a joke. Like if if it if he would if it would have rode until game time and they would have played, that's kind of bullshit. But the fact that it came out before it's it was comical to say the least. Whatever it doesn't bother. Did me. you see the little? Did you see the little excerpt he had on the bottom of it though? Uh. Uh-uh. It said, it said like, oh, well, but it was O-W-E-L-L, like smashed together, kind of like a ga- a name. And then the middle finger, yo, fantasy. Like, so it was like, oh, well, fuck your fantasy kind of deal. As what he put on the bottom of it. And then it's like all kinds of fantasy, like guys are 
tweeting him like, what, what's up with that? You know, like these are fans, people who are actually, you know, uh, paying your salary basically. Cause if there was no fans, there'd be no players. And, uh, and he's, he's just like calling him out like that. And he's still like not backing off of that. Like it was a joke, just like continues to push it through. James, did you have any thoughts on old Josh Jacobs and that, uh, yeah, that- stay the hell away from Raider fantasy football guys. They're just here to disappoint you. Um, <laughs> On and off the field? (laughs) On and off the field. I'm just not a, you know, being a California guy, I grew up hating the Raiders. And uh, you know what? I like Josh Jacobs, but that's kind of classless. You don't Mm want to be doing stuff like that, pissing people off. We don't, we don't already don't like the Raiders. Now we have a reason not to like you personally, bro. Don't be doing stuff like that. The funny part is, is he posts something like that. And then uh, I'm looking here on my one league, it's a, um, PPR league, one point PPR, so I know it's not exactly what we do here, but he scored nine points in our league. Yeah. It's like, come on now, bro. If you get to talk shit, yeah. then you go you go out and perform, right? And then he's going to come out with that, oh, well, again. Oh, well, fuck your fans, <laughs> I guess. I, I, that's what his real tweet was. He wasn't going to do anything this week. I still like Josh Jacobs uh, as a fantasy no, asset, as a person, though. I was all about this kid because like, he came, he you know grew up on the streets. He was homeless for a little bit, living in a car, like came from nothing. Uh, badass at Bama, right? Didn't he run for Bama and then he came out and yeah, uh, badass he's, he's, story. And he's I'll been, back uh, that up. Yeah, he has. And then why, why are you going to come out like that? Come on, Josh. Come on, buddy. Uh, in the uh, words, who's the one who says, "Come on, man"? What was that show? Come on, man. Oh, it's uh, uh, Chris Carter. Shannon? No, it was Shannon. Shannon did the "Come on, man," didn't he? No, it's Chris Carter. Come on, oh, okay. Man. It's Chris Carter. Yeah, it's oh, Chris maybe Carter. It was Chris Carter. Okay, there we go. Let's take a best wide right. receiver of all time, Chris Carter, aka the man with the hands. Second best. Okay, who do you? Uh, so you're Jerry, and then Chris, then Chris, then Randy. No, so Randy two, Chris number three, and then and there's a couple other guys that are right there. To below T-O. Chris, come yes. on, yeah. T to the when o. it comes T-O's. to side, when it comes to toe tapping and sideline awareness, I'll give him the number one, but I ain't giving him top three. That's for show. Sure. Right. To is the guy who you could throw it. Throw him the ball at the, you know, on the goal. I mean, on the line of scrimmage, and he's going to take it to yeah. the house because he's going to throw the DB down and just run it to Did the house. Did y'all see uh, the tweet going out that AJ Brown is the next TO? There was a, a couple of tweets going out that. that. What do you guys think about Flies. that? I, think I haven't seen crazy. him cry yet. <laughs> <laughs> you got so he's the next TO, and then apparently DK is the next uh, Megatron, yep. right? Is that what they're yep. comparing him to? So. So we got them both. We just the greats are here. Jerry Rice is coming pretty soon. Hey, um, me and Jimmy were back. Me and Jimmy were watching Jerry Rice's boy this weekend, huh, Jimmy? Oh uh, yeah, Colorado. Utah. Shout out Utah versus Colorado. I watched him run a kickback. That was dope. Yep. Turn on the burners. Yeah, he fast. What was he like? A six five something like that? Beast mode. Not like his dad. Beast. That was his dad was another level. That's for sure. Yep. Uh, another thing I kind of wanted to talk about and touch on Jalen Hurts. Uh, I'm going to own up finally and just say that uh, Carson Wentz, you are not Thank what you. we thought you were, what it was. But uh, I, I thought Carson, I, I still think, honestly, you get him in, the, in another uh-huh. situation, I don't know what is going on over there. I There's no way a guy could have that good of a season and look that good and just be that bad. Uh has to be something in his hands, like the yips or something like that, or his head. But aside from Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, you guys think he's the real deal? He takes his team? Or you think it was just a um, he's a one-week wonder and kind of, they're gonna defenses are gonna start to uh um you know pick them apart later on when they get some tape on him. Um Jalen Hurts is a winner. The dude won in Alabama. All right, yeah, Tua took his spot. He took it like a champ. He still came back. I think he ended up winning that one game for him. I think it was a championship or whatever. Then he moves to Oklahoma. Winner. The dude's a winner. I want Jalen Hurts. On my team. And Nate, I got a nice trade for you if you want Jalen Hurts in our Dynasty League. No, 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 no. No, uh, I see. Uh, I know exactly Jimmy? what my team needs, and it's not Jalen Hurts. You want Jalen Hurts? Not at the moment. But um, as far as Jalen Hurts goes, um, right now he's the best thing for that team. Just because the offensive line is decimated. Carson Wentz hanging in the pocket too long, taking too many sacks, not pushing the ball. I think he's perfect for that offense right now. He's going to have some fantasy relevance, uh, relevance I think, for the next couple of weeks. If your week goes, if your fantasy goes for the next couple of weeks, um, just because of his rushing floor, he's going to be running for his life, and and I like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about the fantasy portion of it. Yeah, he's going to definitely for the Eagles, though. He's probably the best thing for them to try and push for that division. Yeah. Miles Sanders' stock goes up. 
Yeah, no, for sure. He's he, Miles Sanders looked good if that was because of Jalen Hurts. I mean, that was a number two rush defense that they're facing. And Sanders broke one off and and looked all right uh, coming out of there. So hopefully Miles Sanders and the other assets. But, I mean, he didn't throw the ball incredibly well. He he used his legs and, you know, took advantage of defenses and kept the drive alive. So, I mean, he was good. He was definitely good uh, as an NFL quarterback fantasy-wise. I don't know. I'm, I don't. I don't think uh, anything besides maybe Miles Sanders is, and Goddard or Ertz maybe. I'm not sure. Something like that over there. But anyway, last thing I'd like to touch on. It's almost Christmas, guys. What Do you need a Christmas miracle or just asking Santa for something maybe for next year? Uh, if, if so, what is it? What's on your guys' Christmas list? For fantasy football, right? I'm guessing, right? Yeah, then, you know, yeah. any of right. your leagues, all your stuff. What's on your What's on your um, Christmas list? I'm asking. I'm asking for a big present this year. Um, I, I a couple of things I want you guys to admit that I'm the greatest fantasy football f- player in our in our little group here, and I need a Christmas wish because I need to win this league this year. I'm in the semifinals. I'm playing the guy that Nate. Just lost two. Is that correct, Nate? I don't. I haven't lost yet. So I mean, we're not going to tell the fans I've lost yet. I mean, I'm only down by thirty, and I've got. We both got a player left, so probably going to lose. But <laughs> I haven't lost yet. I mean, that's it's the uh, it's the tale that's as old as time, right? The yeah. uh, the guy who scores the most points in the league goes against the guy who never sets his lineup and has trouble doing so, and gets whopped in the uh, <laughs> in the uh, first round. So yep. I mean, whatever. So that's my uh, that's my football. Christmas wish is out of all my leagues is to win this one league and to be the uh, king of fantasy on tap. James, what do you got, baby? Um, I'm in three semifinals. One of them's kind of a weird type of league. I know we're going to talk about our teams in a little bit, but one of them I need a miracle because. Um, they did one of those. They only uh, had four teams um, go to the playoffs, so they're doing two weeks. They're doing the two-week average. You play the same guy two weeks in a row. Dude has an amazing team. He's up by like 50 points. I still have Chubb going tonight, but I need a miracle next week to come back and beat him. Um, and then another league that I'm in, uh, I'm also going to need a miracle because I'm going to be also an underdog going in next week. And lastly, my other league, I'm also I've got three underdog teams. <laughs> Santa, can you give me a miracle and just let my players do their best for the next couple of weeks and give me a championship out of one of these three, please? Yeah, I got a. Uh, mine's mostly okay. I got a couple. I got a Christmas wish. My Christmas wish is actually for this league and one more that I have him in. They're both dynasty leagues. Gosh, just let J.K. Dobbins run the shit out of the ball and just take this freaking job. So next year he could be a very good, you know, asset for me. That's just a wish. That's my Christmas wish for it. Um, and then my, uh, honestly, I don't even really need the miracles. I mean, if I went, I, I'm in the, uh, I'm in three more leagues in the uh, semis, but none of the leagues that I wanted to win, I'm in contention anymore. So that's, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd like to win these leagues, but I don't, I don't have that much uh, invested into them um, besides financially. So it's not really something that I really care about. So uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to win them, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That, that, my, my biggest thing is the wish JK Dobbins becomes something and that Craig loses because I would rather any of those three individuals <laughs> that are going into it win over Chris. This is the hate that I was talking about between my brothers before <laughs> the game started right yeah, here. It is exactly it. I would love I it. would I love that Jimmy's in complete last place. I'll repeat last place. <laughs> and then Craig, uh, it gets knocked out to the guy I got knocked out to so that there's really no shit talk that can go on. I mean, we just say we have that. It'd be perfect. Can I just mention real quick, Santa did deliver a little bit of an early present. A trade that I did in our Dynasty League, uh, Dynasty League previously early in this season has gotten me the third pick in the rookie draft. Number one pick in the rookie draft because my team sucked. But I also got the great present of the third pick. Sorry, Jordan, our retarded, uh, inbred cousin uh, podcast, sister podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. You know, we give you the plug. You give me the pick. That's how we do it around here. <laughs> so what are you going to do with those two picks? Uh, depending on who goes where, I'm really, I really want Etienne and then best player available at number three. Should be good. Should be some good stuff. So, what do you guys really do? What do you guys really feel about that trade that I made in that dynasty league? I think. I think. Uh, well, let's you tell, did let's exactly tell the what listeners what it was, Nate. You're the 
Tell them what it was. It was uh, you gave up two firsts, right? Yep. You gave up two firsts and received and, a uh, third. Angaseki uh, for a third. Travis Kelsey and two thirds. Uh, uh, oh, you got two thirds. Yep. Yeah, and Travis Kelsey, which it's honestly it's going to be pretty fair because yours are going to be late, late firsts. Um, well, I don't know. Maybe that that late or the the one that's going yeah. in a couple of years won't be a late first because your team maybe could drop off. Um, but you did everything you could to push your team into the best um, chance of winning. And right now, I think Travis Kelsey is the wide receiver three, if he was a wide receiver. So um, you got an elite asset. You did whatever it would take to win this year. And I think it was the right move. Personally, I think um, the way your team is built and the position you're in, um, you gave your team the ultimate opportunity to win. And uh, that's what you got to do in Dynasty. You know, you got to push for it and you did it. And I, I like it. I appreciate it. And then you still got Hawkinson, which is crazy. I thought you had had to give up at least Hawkinson. Know, me too. And you still have him. So um, those tight ends were able to get you some three thirds, I think, total. And I gave you a third for um, for Noah Fant. You traded Gasecki for, um, I mean, two yeah. thirds. And then, yeah, it's, it's tough. And that's, I think it's good. I, I, I would have done it for sure. Uh, I think you did a great job. And if you win this year, it was uh I mean you were you were making moves, you were doing stuff, so it was a great job. Jimmy, you think he you like that trade or Yeah, I love the trade. I was pushing for both of you guys. I thought that was the one dude you gotta go after because uh he's just so far apart from every other tight end and like Nate just mentioned, I I think before Craig made the trade I went and looked and I think he was ranked either thirteenth or fourteenth overall in our league. So I mean he just you went for it. You went for the throat. And this is what you got to do if you're in Dynasty to all of our other guys in our fantasy league um, that are new, that's in our league, that are afraid to make trades. This is what you got to do. You're either buying or you're selling. But either way, you got to be making moves. And when the stars align, you need to go for the throat and go for that championship. Um, so so like I said, not, e- not even that. Travis Kelsey is going to be viable for the next two, three years, maybe as he... He ages like a fine wine. So either way you look at it, Craig's put his team in contention to win this year and the next couple of years. Bravo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we've got to get into this show. It. Craig's going to take the reins and steer this buggy down the down the fantasy road. Let's do this. Uh, thing, boys. Uh, man, there's a there. I have a handful of injuries here. We're going to go over and I'm just going to kind of hit through them quick. If so, if there's somebody I missed. Please let me know. All right, guys. There was a big one that happened, I think, for a lot of guys because they were kind of hoping this guy can take him down the stretch. Was Debo Samuel, right? Got that hamstring on the first play. There's a guy's like, uh, it ended up not hurting me that I, he, he went out because um, I would have lost anyway. But Debo Samuel going out with the first play, I think, hurt a lot of people. And I don't think he might even be coming back. I think he put some angry message out there. So I don't even think he's happy about the Niners situation. Um, the big one still, we're talking about him almost every week. CMC, he was going to play this week against Denver. Um, they're hopeful for next week. Uh, I think every manager that has him that's still in the playoffs is hoping for him to play. Um, if not, you waste, then you held on to him for the whole entire season and not, and pretty much not been able to play CMC. So hopefully he plays for a lot of guys next week. Uh, Miles Gaskin, he's still on the COVID-19 list. Hopefully he's off. That was a big one for a lot of guys. Julio Jones, Nate's dog, hamstring. Yeah. Do you think he just sits it out for the rest of the year because the Falcons suck? I mean, I no? I know that that week he tried to come back. He tried to like push himself to come back. I don't know. It's Julio Jones. This dude is he's an, he's that elite type of competitor, and yep. I think – if he's available to play, he's going to play similar to what CMC, if he's available to play, he's going to play no matter if it's a um, gone season or not. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to these guys. They just love playing football. Uh, I love it. De- Devonte Parker. He has a leg injury. He's questionable. Uh, that's a big guy. I know Tua likes to go at Matt Stafford. That's a big one. Those ribs. Um, they came back negative today, the uh, x-rays, but again, rib injuries, who knows where they're going to be. And if he's going to come back, um, what do you think lasts longer, those rib injuries or the McRib? <laughs> uh, rib injuries. Those McRibs, they come and go pretty quick. Uh, uh, Jimmy's dog, uh, he had that toe injury, Antonio Gibson. He's actually still hopeful to return. So hopefully he uh, he's able to return because that's a lot of big fantasy guys. Speaking of those Washington football team, 
Alex Smith is should be a go next week, and that team needs Alex Smith and some fantasy. If you're in a super flex, you still might be playing Alex Smith, but the Washington football team needs him because Dwayne Haskins sucks. Uh, Garbage. DJ Moore, he was off the COVID list. He should be back. Kenny G, he's another guy I feel like we talk about every week. Oh, my God. Kenny G, he's still out with the hip. I don't think – Dude, Kenny G might be the most disappointing player of this year. I, Welcome. He just cannot get on the freaking field. Oh, my gosh. I have him in three leagues. And Craig I just, mentioned two of my dudes, CMC and uh, Kenny G right there. Not to mention Dak. I just want to throw it out there how bad oh my no, team sucks last plays. <laughs> they <laughs> like to talk about it, so let me just remind you here people out there. Yep. Nice little plug yeah. there, no, James. Dude, um, dude we, Kenny G – you might be able, honestly though, like Kenny G might be a target for you guys that are in dynasty leagues um, to go after um, like a buy low style candidate. Do you guys think like are, are Kenny G owners selling yeah. Kenny G right now trying to, you know, buy low on, on Kenny G or uh, we are not going into the him. off season? We are no? not selling him. We're holding on to him because of the value that he uh, could bring. Not unless what you're about- absolutely crazy. I think if you're, if you're a winner. If you're in a winning position, you need to win now. Yeah, you should trade whatever you can off him. But someone like me who has a losing team, you just hold on to him and see what you oh, can get. What about next year? Do you think uh, Kenny G stock? I think he was going in like the third round this year. You could get him a third or fourth round. Down. Uh, I do think, you think you're going to want him next year because I think you're going to. He's going to be down in that maybe fifth yeah. or sixth round, and then I think he's going to be a lot better value. Is that you what you're sh- trying to get? Yeah, at? you snake Kenny. Yeah, if you snake Kenny G in the fifth or the. I mean, if he gets to the sixth. Yeah. That has to be gold, right? Yep. Like that's a great pickup. For but sure. This year, my God, Kenny G, gosh, he cannot get on the field. Um, I don't even honestly know what his injuries have been all year. Like he's just hurt. It says they hip. Just need to put Every hurt, time I look, hip, it says hip. hip. So uh, whatever the hell gosh. that means. You know what I mean? He's like my grandpa. Um, <laughs> we got Drew Brees. He's practicing. Um, I don't how much I love Taysom Hill. They really need old Drew back. And then yeah. last, a guy that I actually didn't know. Luckily, I. So I woke up pretty late, um, and it was a league I had to buy. But Brandon Cooks, he has a foot and neck injury. Uh, you have both. So <laughs> he's doubtful slash questionable coming up. So who knows with Brandon Cooks and that and that Houston Texans. Did your, needs did, your, did your spidey sense go off that it was a foot injury? You woke up and you were like, <laughs> I better check my lineup. No, no not, in the, not in the guy's feet. But oh no, my foot, my back, my foot and my back. Now, because I just went off on all the injuries. Now we are to again. We talked about this last time. The reason everybody shows up, or at least James's sister and family. This is and his wife. This is why they show up. James, what we got, baby? We're gonna start this off with the shoo 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 shocker of the week. My shocker of the week, none other than Mr. Cam Akers. 29 carries, 171 yards, two receptions, 23 yards. Sean McVay has caused trust issues among the fantasy community. He's going with Cam Akers. He's going with Darrell Henderson. Is old, washed up Malcolm Brown going to come in and score a couple touchdowns? We don't know and it causes a problem from week to week and the main reason that he's the shocker of the week is a lot of leagues you're going in the playoffs this week mm-hmm. who in the hell in the right mind was going to start cam makers i know i wouldn't nobody one of my buddies that i work with who asked me for fantasy advice all the time he's actually gonna lose because of cam acres this guy that he went up against in a super flex league put in cam makers cam makers goes off He's going to lose by a couple points, probably. Man, that was. Can shocking. we just say Sean McVay and uh, homeboy Shanahan from the Niners? Just like you love them and hate them because you want the running back on that team because yes. they're just going to get they're going to get the bread. But you also they you don't want the running back on that team because any given week they're not the running back on that team. I'm I don't know. You take both those guys behind the woodshed. Let's go back to Jimmy's statement about, you know, Cam Akers in the shocker of the week. I called that he was going to be the best rookie running back and at the beginning of the season. And I do believe that he has separated himself and he is the man there now. And I think there, yes. Yeah, but the best running back, rookie running back 
I still think maybe Jonathan Taylor. Dude, Jonathan, hey, JTT in. had a big week this week too. Yeah. He, he did pretty well. But oh, no, you did call it. You said he would separate himself. Uh, Darrell Henderson held off for a while. He he did his best, but uh, Cam Akers showed he's a superior talent, and he's, yep. he's starting to take it over. Yep, Florida State, baby. Jimmy, what do we got next? We got Shocker? What the hell is this that you always keep we on doing? I know what it is. Shock callers. Just kidding. <laughs> All right, my first shit baller. Of the week. Two shit ballers? We've got three shit ballers. Okay. <laughs> a couple of them we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about. Okay. First one though, we're not gonna talk much about the ex cowboy, the ex Dallas Cowboys kicker, Dan <laughs> Bailey. Dude, I wrote him down because I thought, oh, there's no way James is throwing Dan Bailey in there. He's leaving Dude, the kicker out. That's Dan my that Bailey. was the guy I was coming in. How in the hell are you gonna miss three field goals <laughs> and an extra point? You left ten <laughs> points on the field. That's a ten point swing. You end up losing 26-14 to the Bucks, but most importantly, you changed the whole Vikings game plan, all right? You can't trust the kicker, okay? You got to start going for it on fourth, fourth down, doing things that you don't want to do as a team. Guess what? That loss to the Bucks has taken them out of the wild card spot. The kicker has changed the whole Vikings outlook on the playoffs right now. I'm really disappointed in you, Dan. Can Bailey. I step in real quick and ask a question? Do you guys believe that kickers should be eliminated from fantasy football? Not from the NFL. I think they're they're a necessary thing, but in fantasy football, do you yes. think they should take kickers out of fantasy football? We had yes. this conversation this weekend with my buddies, and they all said yes. I said yes to them, no to defenses. I actually really like playing defenses. I actually would get rid of defenses. At least you could predict a little bit better. So maybe leave defenses if you're talking about it. But kickers for sure. Get them the hell out of there, man. They swing games too much. I mean, you can get a kicker to score 12 points out of nowhere. And a solid running back has to put in work to get 12 points. You know, it's like, ugh, get this kicker out of here. I don't, I think get kickers out of there. Especially Dan Bailey. Get him the hell out of here. Shit baller. (laughs) (laughs) The second Shitballer of the week is actually a pair of shitballers that go together. <laughs> the Matt Ryan slash Justin Herbert connection. Oh. Man, they went interception for interception for interception. Three interceptions back to back to back, trading interceptions at the end of an abysmal game. Not to mention another abysmal season by both teams. This game had some people during, uh, drooling with fantasy potential. Mm-hmm. But you guys mm-hmm. delivered a fantasy dud. <laughs> understand the injury concerns with the Falcons. Todd Gurley's bum knee, Julio Jones being out. Nate alluded to this in a conversation we had at Marco Polo. Marco Polo plug. Come sponsor plug. us real quick. But has Austin Eckler neutered the Chargers offense? Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert is no longer pushing the bull downfield, and he is checking it down a lot. Okay, Keenan Allen didn't have that bad of a game. Nine receptions of PPR leagues, 52 yards and a touchdown. But the rest of the offense, guys, let's talk about it. What do you Did think? Did you say nine receptions for 52 yards for Keenan Allen? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's still a check down, right? Yeah. Like it's still, it's like Justin Herbert, You, the thing that we wanted from him, we thought Mike Williams might be a thing because he would stretch the field and, and bomb it. And he came out firing, like really throwing the football. Now it just seems like he's uh neutered. It was a perfect word for it that he has. I think that he's, they're afraid. And maybe it's a uh, Lynn over there. Maybe it's a coaching scheme. I'm not really sure, but please let this kid don't hold him back. Uh, Justin Herbert looks like the real deal. And I'd really love to see him play football for many years at the, you know, the crazy level that he was playing at. I don't want to see this, watered down version of the Chargers offense for sure. I know Craigie's loving it. What do you got to say, Craig? Being um, a Broncos fan. Yeah, with Justin Herbert though, just like Nate said, there's a time to check the ball down. We all know that, right? There's a time, you know, early on in the game, check the ball down. But his game is to take the top off the defense, right? And you have Keenan Allen there. Just do it. And I do agree with Austin Eckler coming back. Uh, you know, you're putting in the rookie's hand. But the Matty Ice, I put me and I put him, I played him this week uh, against Nate in uh, our fan duel, and he didn't have a great game. And and Matty Ice to me should be a fantasy, you know, top in, top five, six guy. And it pisses me off that he's always, I feel like he's almost always a shit baller of the week. It's, uh, if you could put him in a new home, where would you put Matty Ice? The Denver Broncos. 
I was just thinking that. Doesn't that look feel like perfect yep. for him? Yep. I think that feels perfect. Yeah, we need, I would love to see Matty uh, Ice over there. Even though I, I think the Colts need to just go from yep. year to year. You know, you're about to lose <laughs> that old dirt bag. Bring Matty Ice in next year and, and see what he can do. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All I right, like it. moving on. And this one, this last one hurts me because this one is my brother's team. But as he alluded to before, he has a lot thicker skin than I do. So I know he's about to be able to take this. No, my not. last shit baller of the week is the Steelers run game. James Conner. You combine for 17 carries for 47 <sighs> yards, zero touchdown, average 2.8 yards a carry. Big game. James Conner started off hot. I took him. I took him in a super flex league. I think I took him in the fifth or sixth round just because – I believed in his ability, and he rewarded me in the beginning of the season. I don't know what's going on. We're going to ask Nate in a minute. But the Bills, they have the middle of the pack rushing defense, 13th overall, and this is after the game, okay? So it was probably a lot worse. Number two, say it, Craig. No, I'm I'm trying to point at Nate because (laughs) me and him had an argument a couple weeks Mm. ago that I said the Bills were the second best team in the AFC. Okay, we'll get 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 there. We'll get there. (laughs) Okay. Basically, that running game is making the the offense one-dimensional and set up the Bills' defense to defend. Um, Entering in this game, the Steelers had the number two passing offense in the league in a critical game. I mean, it's not that critical. They still got a one-game lead on the Bills, but they move to the number two spot in the AFC. Nate, you watch the Steelers more than we do. You know more about them than we do. What's going on, brother? Yeah, it's awful, man. Uh, it is a critical game because having that one seed now with the extra uh, playoff team stuck in there, um, now you have there's only one team getting a bye. So to be able to get a bye, just not have to play for a week is is awesome. And that was where the Steelers were still sitting if they were to able to win, even with the same record as the Chiefs. They had them um, for that number one seed. So. Uh, now they're going to fight um, to try and get that back and just still retain that number two seed. Um, the running game, yes, you are completely right. It's uh, It's been neutered too, uh, and there's a couple reasons. Um, a lot of injuries. Interior offensive linemen um, have been just beaten to death, um, and so they've had a revolving door around there with all their linemen, their tackle even. Um, they lost early in the season, Zach Banner. Um, it's, it's just been a lot of uh, injuries over there, and Ben – being Ben, um, he was able to be successful. It was about five games ago with this very quick passing attack and and uh, this uh, a lot of stuff where he's kind of um, deciding what's going on in the huddle, maybe not a, a specific play. Um, and being Ben, he thinks he can do that every time. Ben is not as good a quarterback as some of these great quarterbacks down the you know down the line like Peyton Manning and these type of guys but he thinks he is and so when he 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 it's really hard to get him out of that mindset and that's what he was trying to do and then lastly in this game uh it was it was Deontay Johnson is the most dynamic wide receiver they have he's the fastest and he's the guy you need if you're going to run this type of offense with the quick passes because he can beat DBs um off the line and he couldn't catch the ball. So when he can't catch the ball, Mike Tomlin had to stick to what he said and say, hey, I'm going to bench you. And now he's going out there with Juju, who is just a slot receiver, um, with the young Chase Claypool, who can basically only beat you deep. That's his like main main thing. And James Washington, his claim to fame is going deep too. So now you have nobody who can win those quick matchups. And so it was just a, it was a, tough, it was a tough game all the way around. But uh, the, uh, when you're not able to pass the ball and you're not able to run the ball, you're not going to beat many teams. And uh, that's what happened. Man. But – what is kind of crazy, you know, I, right when you said the Steelers running game, you know what I thought you were going to say as a shitballer was the last couple of weeks in general is the Steelers wide receivers hands. Like, I feel like mm. it was crazy to me. I watched the Steelers because, of, you know, I watched the Cowboys just like for you and I watched the Steelers for Nate because I like to know what's going on. They can't catch a damn ball for the life of them. It doesn't, and it's not just Deontay. It's. Eric Ebron and Deontay are the two who are having, and Eric Ebron had another drop and Deontay had three right off the bat. So. Uh, it's rough. I mean, you're, the Steelers are not going to be able to be a team that is going to be able to put up against, uh, put up points against the Chiefs or go and compete against the Chiefs if they cannot um, catch the ball. You've yep. got to catch the football, keep drives alive. And when you drop balls, that's not going to happen. So, um, And then that also – they were trying to use those short passing games similar to what the uh, Patriots did in the past. Um, and instead of running the ball, they used those short passing game, right? And 
if you can't catch the ball, you can't do that. You have to have you have to have the Julian Edelman types. You have to have the Wes Welkers, those guys who are just catching those tough passes and and keeping drives alive and making defenses keep them honest. So, sure. um, I don't see the Steelers getting back to the running game though anytime this year. They're not going to try it. They're going to live and die by whatever Ben can provide them. So, I I wouldn't start James Conner going forward. All right, you hit it there, my fellas. Moving on. We're moving on to the beast of the week. There's Before only one. I go on. There's only one. If you we'll, sit- we'll, let you, we'll, we'll let you sit there and argue. Okay. There's only one. I've got, I've got three. All right. I'm gonna, I wanted to sh- throw out some honorable mentions real okay. quick. Travis Kelsey, you had a good week. Yep. Allen Robinson, you had a good week. DeAndre Hopkins, Stefan Diggs, Devontae Adams. You guys all killed it. But you guys didn't make the top three. All right. My first beast of the week, and Craig's probably beast of the week, is none other than Mr. Derek the King. Henry. 26 carries, 215 yards, two touchdowns, and two receptions for seven yards. This guy is probably right now in the running for beast of the year. But we mentioned him earlier. Second beast, beast, beast of the week was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. 20 carries, 150 yards, two touchdowns, two two receptions for 15 yards. And my last beast of the week kind of went outside the box. He is not an offensive player, but we are more than just your regular fantasy football show. I needed to give a shout out to Hassan Reddick. He showed up big time for that Cardinals defense. He had five sacks yesterday doubled his production in one game he single-handedly stymied the whole giants offense he helped stop a three-game skid and put them back into the playoffs with that vikings loss he continually put the cardinals offense in a good position i don't know if you guys watched the game it wasn't the cardinals so much that won the game it was how bad the giants offense just kept turning over the ball and giving the cardinals a short field and for that, I give you a shout out to you, Hassan Reddick. Let me hear it, guys. What you guys got? It's fantastic. That's a fantastic stat line, and it was a great. Um, I love how you presented it, and you almost wavered me from taking from King Ponytail. But King Ponytail, my God, man, that dude! When you get him into this type of the year, when it gets cold, and and people don't want to tackle, and people don't want to hit, and you have to hit this mother. 30 times a freaking game, you don't want to do it. And Derrick Henry just starts beating people to death. Derrick Henry in the second half of the season is the best running back in football. Uh, he doesn't catch many passes. And when he does, he looks like a Tecmo Bowl guy. You know, he like, deep, 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 like kind of runs out there. But man, he is amazing. Um, his speed, his breakaway speed is amazing. His tackle breaking ability is amazing. Just feed this man the rock, please. Tennessee, just know what you have in AJ Brown and Derrick Henry and just keep giving these physical specimens a chance to take over games because uh, Derrick Henry is the beast of the week. How many times have I yelled at you on Marco Nate about like it was yesterday? Yeah. They go to fourth down yeah. and they give the ball yeah. to freaking McNichols. I'm like, dude, yeah. don't try to get fancy. Don't try to get cute. The dude is a an animal just give him the damn ball like yep. what else you got to do just give him the damn ball real, real quick right now he's sitting at 1532 yards they got three games left on their schedule they got they got the lions the packers and the texans you think he gets over the the 2k mark dude dude that would be elite i, I don't think he does it because 500 games in three uh, 500 yards in three games it's is going to be really tough but Man, what? So, what would that even have to be? Average one eighty or something like one seventy five? Yeah, it'd be tough. Uh, that's tough. But uh, could he do it? That would be amazing. He he already took out that crazy stat. They said he he took out. I don't remember the running backs. One of them was Barry of most games with uh, two hundred plus yards and two touchdowns. He's the all time leader now of that. So, and he's still young. So, yeah, that's crazy. I don't. I I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say yes. I don't care. I just want it to happen. I'm gonna say he gets over two thousand yards. I'm just gonna say it. Hell yeah, baby. That's too bad. Let's make this shit happen. He would have to average 156 yards over the next three games. You think he could do it? 156, Nate. He could. 
No, he could. Like, yeah. 56, man. One of these games is going to be 200 yards. I guarantee that. Like, he's going to go over 200 against, like, the Lions, I think. But, but yeah, I, I just, they oh, need that actually, last game and the to Packers mean something. have a terrible offense. Packers, yeah. I mean, p- terrible defense, run defense. <laughs> I was about so. to say, easy now. But yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He, they have a that, terrible that, run defense. That so last I don't know, game has to mean happen. something. If the last game doesn't mean anything, then he's not oh, going to do it. I think it does. I think if he's, I think if he's 150 yards away – Maybe even closer to 200 against the Texans. Oh, man. Yeah. They have to go for it. You got to go for that. That's special. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not special. That's Who's really your guys' favorite 2,000-yard rusher? Uh, I don't know. Barry. Mine's Barry, too. Who else has done it? Maybe I, I don't know enough. Who else has done it? Barry, CJ2K, um, and uh, All Day AP. Oh yeah, and, I have to take that uh, back. It's all day Jamal, for me. Jamal Lewis. Oh, Jamal, Jamal Lewis has done it. I remember he did it. What was the running back from the Rams with the glasses? Marshall. I don't. D- oh, Dickerson. Dickerson. Yep, Dickerson did it. And did did OJ do it? Then, OJ did do it. Then OJ yeah, is my I think favorite. Those, I think those favorite. are the ones. In a 14 game season, OJ did it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, OJ. <laughs> OJ's the goat, dude. Those. I think those are all the ones who did it. Um. I I love the Jam- I like the CJ two K one just because he was so dynamic. I like the Jamal Lewis because he was they ran him like over thirty times. I think he averaged a game, but uh, but definitely Barry Sanders for sure for me. Um, hey James, dude, great beast, great shockers, great actually shit ballers were on point. But Nate, please, it's kind of tough. It's getting late in the season. Very Probably tough. not a lot of waivers out there. It's a little yeah. bit different. It's a little bit of the wild, wild west game right now. But seriously, though, what can our tall boys and tall girls do to help them win their league? Their semifinals right here. Semifinals, I can't throw guys out that I don't have any faith in. And so these are the guys that I actually have some faith in. Um, if you need players at positions, this one is outside of our 50% range, but there was no real running backs that were inside the 50% owned range in ESPN leagues. So Cam Akers, 55% owned. Cam, James already mentioned it. If he's available in your league, you're going into a semifinal uh, matchup. You got to grab this dude. 81% snap share, 62 the week before. He is the primary back in a team that wants to run the rock. So grab Cam Akers. This is a good offense. And you can get a, uh, there's very seldom you can you find a dynamic running back who can lead you to your championship this late in the season. Cam Akers is the guy. So if you're playing in a league where your fellow league mates are idiots and they've left Cam Akers out this year, so 45% of ESPN leagues, go grab him. Another guy, sneaky pick, guy that if you just maybe, – maybe you snuck in and you you had an injury that has happened to you and you need to try and fight for this spot, Jeff Wilson Jr. The reason I like Jeff Wilson Jr. is he's still getting goal line carries. Um, he is only rostered in 20% of leagues, so he's widely available. His snap share, 49% last week, and that's with Moster in. So he led the team in snaps from the halfback position and – He's averaging four catches, a, I mean, four uh, targets a game, which is very good for a running back. So if you need a, a sneaky running back play or someone who on a team that's going to run the ball a lot, go after Jeff Wilson Jr. Nate, um, I forgot to say it on the uh, on the uh, on my injuries, but Moster did get a little bit banged up, and he is also um, kind of questionable going in. So that is even sure. more to have Jeff Wilson Jr. Sure. Yeah. Love it. I love it. I love these teams. Like I alluded to earlier, the teams that like to run the ball, they don't care who they have back there. They want to run the rock. And this is one of them. Um, there's a reason I went Rams and Niners. They like to run the ball. It's predictable. It's something you can have every week, week in and week out. Uh, my wide receiver position, I think there's only one out there. And this one is, there's a lot of guys that you could take a shot on, but if you're going to take a shot, take it on this guy, Nelson Aguilar. He's only owned in 14% of leagues former uh, high draft pick. I think he was actually a first round draft pick out of USC for Philadelphia. He's tough. Um, he leads the team in snap share the last two weeks with 67% of snaps. The last four weeks, he's averaging over eight targets a game. Nelson Aguilar is putting up a season. He has two touchdowns in the last four games. And this week he went over a hundred yards. Um, he's quickly become one of Derek Carr's favorite deep targets, even with rugs on the other side. So Nelson Aguilar getting a lot of targets, a lot of volume, and that's what you're looking for in these type of scenarios late in the season. Um, and then my last guy I'd like to toss out there is at the quarterback position. 
honestly. I was trying to go through streamers. I'm looking at the t- at the worst defenses in the league. All of them are quarterbacks that are over 50% owned. There's only one guy. If I'm if you absolutely have to take a flyer on a guy and you need to stick somebody in your quarterback position because you are decimated with injury or your guys are going to have extremely bad matchups, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers, I know. My He's dog. old. Nope, he's my dog. dirty. My dog. Can I just he say sucks. something real quick? Yeah, uh, I had to pull out all the stops because I I needed to make a win this week, and I had Philip Rivers uh, versus the Raiders, and I was afraid that it was going to end up being a running a running match. They were just going to ground and nope. pound the Raiders. I actually started Tua against the Chiefs, and he got me forty points. That's a great move. That's a great move. That's a ballsy move. Um, I like Tua going against. Uh, I like Tua as well, but he had a tough, tougher matchup this week, so I couldn't go with him. He was that was one of the guys I went straight to to hope that he could uh, he could get there. But Philip, he's averaging over 270 yards in his last like six games, um, multiple touchdown weeks in every game except one uh, for the last like six games. Uh, this is a guy that. His wide receivers are pretty good. He's spreading the ball out. He's getting it to his running backs. Um, he's getting himself in opportunities to win games. He's he's going to have a safe floor at probably about 20 points. So if that's what you're looking at, go for Phillip Rivers. I like him. I have a couple guys, Nate, that I want to throw out there for a couple guys that uh, if if you're if you need some more wide receiver positions, T.Y. Hilton, gentlemen, is actually ro- only rostered in 59% of leagues. And T.Y. has had 18, and this is a, a one-point PPR league right here, 18, 25, and 25 in the last three games. Phillip Rivers is finally going back to T.Y. That right there is a guy that a lot of people should be picking up. And another one is a safe floor guy. He's averaging almost 12 points a game. Okay, and throughout the whole season, every time he plays, he's averaging double digits. Is Tim Patrick Jr. from the Broncos? Okay, uh, yep. he is a guy that's averaging right there. That if you need somebody that has a safe floor, that's a guaranteed ten to twelve points that you got. Yeah, this couple guys that I was thinking about. I think I seen a funny tweet about your boy T.Y. Hilton. It was like all those guys who drafted T.Y. Hilton and A.J. Green in the sixth round. Um, are just absolutely beating their chests in the shit bowls <laughs> <It's> like, because <laughs> they only started balling like the last yep. three weeks. Like yep. they sucked the entire year, but yeah, they are. They're they're both uh, doing pretty good. So uh, yeah, for sure. That was uh, those some great calls. Tim Patrick has a great call. You pit him against me in FanDuel. He had a good uh, he had a good effort, um, and he has a very safe floor. I I like it a lot. Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in for another episode of the F to the O to the T uh, from the three of us. We all um are very excited to or happy to have you guys listening we love doing this this is a lot of fun um go check out our tiktok james is supposed to be putting out some content sometime this year um he's gonna put something out there for us uh craig uh keeps firing away um myself i'm i'm still brainstorming i'm i I, i'm i'm like a i don't remember some sort of uh genius out there i'm trying to like get it all mapped out in my head so i can get another another banger out there james is only a fan account is blowing up you're getting some funds from that it's his beer money from his only fans account so please check out his only fans account and craig still needs that computer so go check my boy out uh thank you guys all for listening have a great night take it away jake